Welcome to Two Pills Podcast. In our Two Pills Tips, we briefly go over a topic in teaching like an active learning strategy, innovation in ed tech, or another current event in health sciences education. These episodes are shorter than our full interview episodes, so hopefully you can listen to them on your way to class. If you have an idea for a Two Pills Tip or someone who we should interview, please send us an email at twopillspodcast at gmail.com. That's T-W-O pillspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at t- on Twitter at Two Pills Podcast or on our website. As a disclaimer, I am not claiming to be an expert on any of these ideas, and all of this information is freely available online. Please feel free to check out our website, twopillspodcast.com, for links to resources about these tips. Today we're going to talk about pichakaja or pechakucha. If it drives you crazy the way I pronounce it, I'm probably going to be flip-flopping between the two the whole time. There is a really cute Muppets-based pronunciation video on Pachacucha, if you're interested. So we're going to talk about Pachacucha, your way out of boring lectures. So Pachacucha is the Japanese term for the sound of conversation or chit-chat. These presentations encourage conversations and not just delivering bullet point information in pre-designed slides. These presentations are 20 slides at 20 seconds each. So the presentation is set up with a timer to advance the slides every 20 seconds. What's nice is 20 seconds is enough time to make a point, but not to ramble. As a speaker, there's also a limit to the amount of text you can say in 20 seconds. So it focuses the speaker to be concise and the audience to be more engaged. So why should you consider a Pecha Well, traditional lecture slides are full of a lot of text, and it's in the same format with every single mouse click. So students are more inclined to kind of lean back and potentially even take a nap, especially if they already have the slides that you're reading. Plus, I think one thing we have to remember is that our learners have seen these same text-heavy, bullet-pointed slides for their entire education. When I was preparing this information, I was thinking about how we may remember chalkboards, So even my college calculus classes were all taught on chalkboards. Overhead projectors, those were still used in my biochemistry class where the professor wrote out everything on the projector, and dry erase boards. Our learners, however, they've likely received information in a slide format since their early childhood education. So I'm not saying that these lectures with these types of slides are bad, but they are very familiar to our learners. And then let's talk about images in lecture. They are often some lame clip art from the first page of the clip art stock. They might be captured from an image in an image search or just generally used to kind of add to the slide to make it look less full of text. In a Pecha the image is often the entire slide. It forces the speaker to talk about the image and not just read the text next to it. The topics that you could consider for this style of presentation is any topic that's visually stimulating. They're a really beautiful way to present global health or public health topics. And maybe students can even use their own photos captured on a rotation. I've also seen a creative use of pechacuchas on issues such as electrolyte disorders. Each slide is a different aspect of the disorder. So let's say you're doing hyperkalemia or hyponatremia. I like these ideas because they're a single focus, and you can certainly describe these electrolyte disorders with 20 slides. If you need inspiration for other types of topics, there are a ton of TED Talks online that are in this pechacucha style. And again, really the focus here is on the images and not on the text. The best students or setting for this would be potentially an electives or rotation students. Anytime when you have a student present a report or a proposal, instead maybe have it in this style. 
Students should probably work individually or as partners. The reason we don't want teams of more than two is because it's really difficult for them to present. In fact, if they're presenting as partners, it's usually advisable for one partner to present 10 slides and then the other partner present the other 10 slides. The nice thing is that this presentation style may appeal to students who struggle with public speaking. The reason for that is because the presentations are at a quick pace and they're only for a few minutes, so exactly six minutes and 40 seconds to be precise. How you would design a Pecha Kucha is that the speaker, whether that's a faculty or a student, designs a 20 by 20 presentation, so 20 slides at 20 seconds each. What's nice is that these constraints stimulate creativity and encourage the speaker to focus on take-home points rather than details. They also encourage the speaker to truly understand the topic because you have to really understand what you're talking about in order to prioritize which points you really want to drive home with your brief presentation. This really encourages skills in analysis, evaluation, and creation. Let's talk about pearls and pitfalls. Pitfalls first, too much text. So your Pecha Kucha cannot have too much text. It should not be bullet pointed. And you should not be reading off the slides. In fact, if you have any overcrowded slides, either with images or photos that take more than 20 seconds to comprehend, it's going to be really difficult for your audience to follow. And please, please do not use animations. We do not need anything flying in or curtains in or blinds in in these presentations. As far as pearls, we really want to have the speaker tell a story with their 20 slides. There should be a clear beginning, middle, and end with transitions being an important focus. We also want to encourage our learners to find the perfect image for their story because, again, the presentation is really focusing on images and voice rather than text. It's really important in these scenarios to rehearse and practice because the voice is telling the story and the timer is going to go on whether or not that voice is polished. So the presentation really needs to be professional looking and your transitions and speaking should be polished. As far as when to incorporate these, comp uh, these presentations, maybe in a class period you could have between one and three Pecha Kucha presentations. If there's too many in a row, like say there's 10 in a row or something, it could be difficult for the audience to remain engaged because the presentations are pretty quick paced and they're pretty short. What's nice is the Pecha Kucha is really just the opening to discussion. So after the presentation, we really encourage discussion about the topics of the Pecha Kucha. At conferences, I've seen where maybe three different presentations from different speakers are given and then the audience has the opportunity to discuss the topic. So with that, I hope that's helpful in incorporating Pecha Kuchas into your classroom or experiential setting. They're a great way to start discussion and an awesome way to see a concise amount of information in a really beautiful way. Thank you for tuning in to Two Pills Podcast.